the Yak Babies. Sex, Presidents, and Sometimes Books. Welcome to Yak Babies, the only podcast on the internet sponsored by Mosquito Bites. These bums will leave you in the dumps. My name's Aaron here, my personal pals, Brick. I just realized how much of a turn we just took when you read that sponsor again. <laughs> it's only that 45 minute detour. <laughs> yeah. We also have old Nico. Hello. Uh huh. Personal pal Dave uh, is not here. He fell down in a nacho factory. Speaking uh, of which, we picked the crunchiest snacks to yeah, exactly. put in the middle of the table while we yeah. make this. Hopefully, he's doing well. This episode is a roller coaster, has a wild origin. We are doing a Bro to Bro episode, which, if you don't know, on our Patreon, we do uh, occasional Bro to Bro conversations where we ask questions of each other, Bro to Bro. The kinds of questions only bros ask. And Nico had a really excellent question that was so good, I said we shouldn't do this bro to bro, we should do this in the episode because it's a great topic for an episode. Projection. Yeah, so brotated. Nico, did you like, want to ask your question here on the main feed? <laughs> okay, here we go. Great. So the question is, do you think, do, or do book recommendations expire for you? Because yeah, tell us why. I really liked a book called Machine Man by Max Berry about... 10 or 15 years ago and it was one of my go-to like five-star recommendations for a while and then recently i've read two other of max berry's books and did not like either of them and now i'm kind of (laughs) worried (laughs) that machine man was not as good as i thought it was right yeah because you can't stand by your recommendation anymore right but you haven't gone back to reread it to know if it's good or bad you're just kind of worried now right i and i don't and so then there's also kind of a dovetailing issue where like sometimes books that i've really liked a long time ago when i go back to reread them i don't like them and it ruins that right (laughs) it not only is a bad book to read but it ruins that memory (laughs) right so then there's a few books that i just don't i don't reread anymore like snow crash is one i really like snow crash hmm. in the 90s and the 2000s i feel like if i reread it now it would not hold up i don't think it's going to have aged very well huh interesting um so like like i just instead don't read it yeah i don't talk about it anymore right huh that's yeah. interesting so what do you guys think do you how what's your recommendation policy we nearly had an incident like this on the podcast when dave read goodbye columbus because i had recommended it and he checked it out and i had read it in a while and he came back and said he hated it and i was like oh boy like maybe <laughs> maybe i led dave down the wrong path we read it as a group and i discovered that i did still like it and dave eventually came around to it too which is nice um but uh, prepared yeah right <laughs> But yeah, there is that sort of like moment where you're like, oh no, someone took me up my, my recommendation and didn't work for them. Like, did I miss something or what's the, you know. Right. It's interesting because you don't, I mean, I guess my my answer is they do expire, certainly. Right. Uh, and I, you know, clearly this is a situation where like people couldn't be really mad at you unless it was like something that was offensive, right? If I recommend right. like a book that was like racist or whatever, like... I, mean, I wouldn't, but let's say hypothetically. And so Reddit was like, hey, why'd you recommend this racist-ass book? Be like, oh, that's my bad. I'm sorry. Right. Most cases, these are like, well, you read a bad book. Like, you know, life goes on. But I feel like they do expire pretty quickly, probably. Yeah, I think know? they expire almost immediately, right? Yeah. Like, I think, I feel like, with a few exceptions, uh, at least for me, a book recommendation is a response to a conversation or a response to, like, yeah. A relationship. Yeah. It's a relationship, yeah. Right. Where like I think you would like this because I like this and also I know this about you. Right. Right? I think it's a little different than just 
the books I think everyone should read, which, which maybe that that's a little different, right? Yeah. Like if someone just like, I don't read, tell me five books, then I'm going to go to my go-tos. And right. there's probably some that have come off that list in the last however many years. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Personal um, canon is different. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, I, I don't I don't know my for a long time my my answer to that was uh, if someone asked me like what's a good book that's come out lately was the Skippy Dies but it's been mm-hmm. so long one since it came out that it's not lately anymore and two that I've read it that that's probably my version of Machine Man I should probably read it again before I tell anyone to read it <laughs> yeah that's um, also part of the question too is like how recently do you have to have read the book to recommend it to someone right like if I read a book in middle school. I can't necessarily yeah. recommend it. No. Like I probably like Western game. I liked a lot. It's a great book. And I gave it to my niece for Christmas, but she's also, she is the age of that book that she should be reading that yeah. book. Right. Um, but if she came back and was like, Hey, I hate that book. I couldn't be like, you're wrong. I'd be like, ah, well, you right. know, I read it once a child. Like I had different tastes then. Right. Have you guys, do you guys use Goodreads anymore? So I started Negative. using Goodreads again this year, basically. Yeah to to just just to basically to keep track of the book so i could like put like a few sentences down mm-hmm. for the book for like books i read so that later on i can look at them and i still have like i don't know 25 friends on goodreads and <laughs> so every once in a while and, and like i'm sure sometimes it's just like happenstance but every once in a while like i'll i'll rate a book like five stars mm. and then somebody one of my like goodreads friends will read it and like, there's no conversation because like, I don't talk to most of, most of those people. And then like, there was once that like, do you remember? (laughs) Well, I won't say his name, but like, we used to know a guy and, uh, Eric who used to be on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, this was one of his roommates. And so he reads, he reads a lot of books and he, he, uh, and, and I had read project Hail Mary and I, I was like five stars. Like, this is a really fun book. Andy Weir is great at survival stories and like this is right up his alley. And then he read it and he gave it like two stars and, and he also read it in Spanish. And he's like, I read this in Spanish and it was really poorly written. And I was like, ah, I feel that's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not saying Andy Weir is the greatest pro stylist of all time, but like, but that's happened a couple of times or somebody will will read a book that i've read and just not assign it the star rating right then then you know that like they didn't like it but they also don't want you to know that right they didn't want to get the confirmation yeah yeah totally but that's interesting because that's i mean in the case of that the project hail mary like um you're not Going back on your recommendation, like you still recommend that book, or you still gave it the star rating, you gave it, you stand by that. Yeah, it's just this person didn't like it for whatever reason. That's like, yeah. you know. But I'm interested in this notion of like going back and finding out that you not like, like oh, it. Yeah. it was wrong the first time, or at least I'm different yeah. now, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think of examples of that in my own life. Uh, Brick, do you have any of these books that you came back to you after a time and you're like, maybe I shouldn't have been so hot in this book after all? I don't know about that. I we've talked about this. I a book I really loved as a kid, and that was a pretty formative sort of bu- book for me, was Ender's Game. Mm. And yeah. because of his politics, I have a hard time yeah. totally. recommending that book to people. And if I do, it needs to like come with a pretty pretty big caveat, yeah. which is like, I'm not endorsing this guy being a shithead. Right. Uh, so that, one, that one's hard. I still love that book, and right. it's, it's hard to me 
it it sucks that like every time i think about or want to read that book i need to like confront that but yeah same thing happened to me with dilbert (laughs) (laughs) man like seriously though like that guy turned out to be a a dick and it's like shit yeah damn it I used to have just, a little like stuffed Dilbert like, yeah. on my desk, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you can't have that anymore. Like I saw yeah, it. no, it's like don't want to give that guy any money. Yeah, one of the this isn't quite the same thing, but it definitely is a a thing I used to like a lot and and wouldn't recommend anymore. I used to love the Dennis Miller rants books. I had mm, all of them. Yeah, I loved Dennis Miller. I thought he was the funniest. I loved his show. Yeah, I memorized the rants and could like quote them back at you. Like a major asshole. Yeah. And they, they published books of the rants. They published them, and I would buy all of them and treasured them. And right. now, like, I, you can't yeah. go back to that stuff. That stuff's it's bad. And a lot, of, terrible a lot of 90s comedy is hard to stand by. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. 90s Eddie Murphy is <coughs> real homophobic. Yeah, yeah. definitely. We were um, watching uh, Strangers with Candy the other day, and I was like, this is fucking brutal. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, they're just like oh, tossing man. around the R word, and like it was just rough. Right. right. Yeah. Man, I never yeah. That show. Jesus. Yeah. There's a couple things I can think of in comics. Like, I used to really like that series DMZ by Brian Wood, and it was drawn by a couple different artists, but Stefano Gu, I forgot his last name, was the main artist. I never ended up finishing the series because I just got lost in the trades and kind of stopped reading it. But after a while, I sort of like, kind of realized, like, I don't like this. This isn't very good. And yeah, they recently made a miniseries of it on HBO Max. I watched the first episode. I was like, this is terrible. So I couldn't recommend that anymore. But I used to, certainly. Right. And then also 100 Bullets by Brian Azzarello and Eduardo Riso. High concept crime series. The idea is like there's a briefcase with 100 bullets that are untraceable. And so it kind of gets passed around from people to people to like test their, right. you know, if you could solve your life by killing someone you'll never get caught for it. Like these bullets are untraceable. Like you'll for sure, like never go to prison. You'll just like have to live with the fact of killing someone. Would you cool concept Peter's out really quickly. It gets really confusing. Yeah. It's and an, I used to love that book too. Yeah. And, yeah it's whatever, also whatever. like a kind of an awkward way to do that. It's like, yeah, the bullet is not the only thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's definitely consequences, but it's like the whole thing is that there's like a organization that cleans up the killings. It's a whole like, like a larger conspiracy thing, but just like ended up not being very good. <laughs> like couldn't, you know, couldn't go back to it. There's, so there's also a guy that I read. So Donald Westlake who wrote, he's written tons of books. He wrote a bunch of books under his own. I think it's his own name, Donald Westlake. Yeah. And he wrote a bunch of like hard boiled, like his books under his own name were lighter and his books under this name, Richard Stark, Richard Stark yeah. were the a Parker lot novels. Yeah. And they and they were like a lot of them were, like he got he got this big resurgence in the two thousands. Yeah, the Stark novels and they they made a movie called Get Carter and like I think that was based on the guy and they made a couple of movies. Yeah, things and so uh, and there was a what made me think of it is that he he had a breakout book called The Axe, which was like this guy mm-hmm. uh, was up for a promotion or up for a job and he he was desperate. And it was like a commentary on like the workforce in America, right? And so he he put an ad for the same job in the newspaper, got the the resumes of everybody, called it down to like the people that might get the job, mm-hmm. and went around killing them <laughs> so that he would get <laughs> the real job. Yeah, it's good. And uh, so that was that was pretty good. And then recently, I went back and and read 
a, a Donald Westlake book from the 70s, mm-hmm. and it was super racist. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, yeah. And not just, like, you know, like, codified, you know, like, I don't know, inherited racism or right. indirect racism. It was No, it was straight-up direct racism. Right, And it yeah. was just brutal. That's the problem I had with the James Bond novels, yeah. uh, especially Live and Let Die, the second one, when I read it last year or sometime, I guess around winter maybe. Yeah. And I was like, eee, like, this is... Yeah. This is, this is rough. Yeah. And the same problem I had with Raymond Chandler was like, yeah. can you guys stop saying he's the greatest pro stylist of the 20th century? Because <laughs> he was a super big racist. Yeah. Briefly pops up in Thin Man 2. Yeah. A little bit of that. That's like almost the opposite. It's like seeing somebody else, somebody else's recommendation, seeing the Goodreads, like people reading it now, yeah. like reading the, the long goodbye now and being like, what book did you fucking read? It's 2022. Like, right. this shit, this shit is like, like deeply disturbing. And not, not just like, he's not just racist because he like mistreats this Mexican guy. It's like the whole way that he uses the cops and he like uses right. this, uses this like Mexican, uh, butler to like, just like fucks him over basically to get like, you know, his job done. And it's like so championed by the book. It's, it's, it's a drag. Uh, this is like slightly off topic, but I think that you would like the comic, the graphic novel adaptations of the Parker novels by Darwin Cook. They're really good. Yeah. There's, I think, four of them. They're all excellent. Uh, yeah. They're short. Like they're like, you read them in like a you know couple, maybe an hour, if yeah. less than that. So much fun. They're really good. Uh, there's a corollary too. There's like a, the inverse thing here is also like the book you didn't like when you first read it and came around to later on. Like, so it's like a reverse recommendation situation. Yeah. I think we talked about maybe on a podcast or episode before. Um, are there any come to mind of that scenario or books that you came back to and were like, Oh, actually it's a lot better than I thought it was things I would want to go back to or revisit potentially. Or secondary question, are there books that you are worried similar to the machine man situation that you haven't right. gone back to, like are vulnerable to, this like a recommendation expiration problem. I kind of think that like, I'm sure there's a, a bunch of books I read in high school that I was like, Oh, those sucks. And like, I would probably like it now. Yeah. But at the same time, like I'm not super willing to give a book. I didn't like a second chance. Cause right. there's so many other books right. Right. as well. Just take a chance on another one. Yeah. Yeah. I think and we might've already hit this point. I think if Ian McEwen doesn't find a way to write a good book, <laughs> it's going to be pretty hard to recommend his good books. At some mm. point, the yeah. like good we might the, be there, the or we might good. be very, very close. Right? Yeah, probably so. Right? Mm-hmm. At some point, you're and he's like, like three or four in a row that are just. I mean, it's just you. <laughs> it's just you of us. Like anyway, none of the rest of us are right. going to take a chance on an Ian McEwen book. <laughs> yeah, there's one I can think of. So. um Back for the website, I reviewed uh, Tom King's novel before he was a comic creator. He was just becoming a comic creator. He wrote a novel called A Once Crowded Sky. And I remember like liking it, but not entirely. Kind of had some questions about it. And now he's uh, you know, my favorite comic writer. I really love his work. Uh, and I, I have thought more about it now and sort of know more of his. I want to go back to it and see what I think now. Has my, would my opinion change of his work right. uh, in a different medium? And with more experience of him too, because at the time I was like, "Who is this guy? This is like you know, guy writing a superhero novel. Seems pretty rare. I should check it out." So I kind of want to go back and see if that's you know could revise my recommendation there potentially. Listeners, tell us your 
recommendation expirations? What books do you recommend to people that you're maybe worried about or have you heard your recommendation, your recommendation no longer has the same teeth it used to? You can talk to us on Twitter at YakBabies. You can also email us your thoughts at yakbabiespodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to. We want to hear them, please. Also, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash yakbabies, where you can get access to our bonus podcast. There's tons of fun stuff there. There's a whole preamble to this episode this one had a long stem uh so you can get access to some of that stuff on patreon there's also games and just like fun stuff happening there for sure including our secret uh, other podcast 101 ghost jokes ranked you can get more of on patreon and of course we have our merch tinyurl.com slash babies where we can get our t-shirts posters and stuff designed by brick all really funny good inside jokes and and yeah impress your friends with hilarious references to books and so forth. Until then, Yak Babies, yakking off. The Yak Babies would like to thank all the loyal listeners, and especially their patrons, both past and present, including Michael, Bonnie, Sebastian, David, Roger, Kathleen, Bailey, Andrew, Gilbert, and William Howard Taft. (laughs) 